I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I have to say, Wendy, I think this room does have a lovely soft quality to it, but there's a couple of things that maybe I'm disagreeing. Ooh. Oh. Which is very unusual. Yes. Is it the fluffy orange dot on the wall? <laughs> well, okay, I'm going to say I think it's a little bit furry in here and the fluffy orange dot is one of the things. <laughs> so Holly was super excited to move into this new apartment and to decorate it and then she just had to wait, wait, painful wait. waiting game. Just my point of view in, in creating great designs, I think that has a lot to do with why our house will keep get better and better as the competition yeah. gets tougher and tougher. Hello, you're listening to Style Rules, the podcast from the team at Home Beautiful magazine, where we explore the rules of style each and every week. When to live by them, when to break them, the things that you need to know when you're out and about and thinking about your own home. I'm your host, Sarah Berman. I'm the editor of Home Beautiful magazine, and today I'm joined in the studio by my co-host of the day, Holly Byrne, who's Hi. our... <laughs> Hello, Holly. Our feature writer on the magazine. Holly, can you tell our audience a little bit about what you do every day? So I look after the upfronts of the magazine, the exciting stuff like the designer's profile, the creative collection, all those amazing creative people and the news, everything that's fresh right now. So that means that Holly is really our, other than Fiona, she's our resident design and style expert. And in fact, every time I think I have come across something new, I take it over to Holly and she says, yes, I've <laughs> It was in the mag last week. (laughs) You missed it. It was in last week's – it was in last month's issue. Or she says, yeah, I've got it scheduled already. So she really is the one who knows what's going on. Um, This week in the episode, we're talking about a few things. We're talking rules, the ones we're making, breaking and living by. And the rules for online shopping, that can go horribly wrong. So we're here to save you from that. (laughs) We wanted to do that because it's sale time. So we know you're going to be very, very tempted. And there was an elimination this week. I know. I was so sad to see my favourite girls go. I wasn't expecting that. I know. It was so close as well. But more on that later. First, Sarah, I want to know what style rule you are making, breaking or living by this week. This week I'm making a rule. Uh, My family is breaking the rule and I'm making the rule. And it is around the dining chairs. It just drives me crazy when you walk into a room and every chair around the table is pulled out. Why? Why is it so hard to push the chairs in? So this week I strolled into the dining room and shouted out my new rule, which is everybody has to stand up and push their chairs back in, please. And is it working? Well, not with my son because he's only four years old, but I feel like perhaps I was around this age when my mother started telling me this same rule for sure. And I don't know if it's just an ingrained thing with me, but it certainly is not with my husband who just loves to leave them hanging out. He also leaves cupboard doors open though. So there you go. There's that. Holly, is this something that you experience in your life? Because you and I have very different profiles. I've got the house with the kids and the husband and you are over living your best life in your big share house. I do not. I am not a mother, so um, I don't have that to relate to. Sometimes I feel like a mother of two 27-year-olds, the couple I live with. 
Uh, they have this, a similar habit, but it's a bathroom mat. It is never hung up. It takes two seconds. Pick it up. Hang it up. It's not going to dry on the floor. It's a particularly disgusting one, the bathroom mat, isn't it? Oh, it's awful. Can I tell you, I just went on a weekend away with some girlfriends and one of the girls walked out of the bathroom and said, it is such a joy <laughs> to be stepping onto a dry bathroom mat. <laughs> because it probably got hung up after it was used exactly. last. Exactly. <laughs> it did. And there wasn't water all splashed all over the floor. Okay, so that's the rule that I'm living by. What about you, Holly? What was the rule that you were making breaking or living by this week? So this week I'm breaking a rule, but it's so widely broken now I think it's a rule of its own. (laughs) And it's inspired by something I'm working on for the August issue and I am clashing patterns. (laughs) It doesn't sound like much, but for a girl that decorates in 50 shades of white and timber, it is a big deal. (laughs) There is an art to clashing patterns. So talk us through it. What are you doing? What are your favourite combos at the moment? So I started in the bedroom and I have a quilt cover that is like a fan palm pattern. It's a little bit monochrome, so I am playing it safe to get started. (laughs) Now I have pillows, these gorgeous pillow covers from Kip & Co, I think, that are green and brown and red. It's still a leaf pattern, so it still kind of ties into the quilt cover, but it's a completely different colour scheme. So it clashes, but there's still that connection. I like it when we're breaking rules but also making rules at the same time because that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it works. It works for me. I'm just getting started. So sorry to my housemates. It could be the whole house soon. <laughs> so is this the first time you've explored a bit of colour as well? Definitely. I'm, I've been a very strict white and timber girl forever. So the, you know, I think greenery is a good way to start when you're exploring with colour too. It's pretty safe and have lots of plants around. So it's all, it all ties in nicely, but it's definitely a big step for me. You start with the plants. Before you know it, you got spots, you got stripes, you got Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen wallpaper on oh, your walls. Oh, no, not in my house. <laughs> Sorry, LLB. Next up, it's sale time. So we're talking rules of online furniture shopping. Buyer beware. We've got some tips for you. Style Rules, the ultimate podcast from the team at Home Beautiful. It's the end of the financial year and that means that there are lots of online sales happening. I love a sale. I know we all love a sale. But in the world that we're living in, in this interiors world, that can mean uh, big ticket purchases and there are some things that you really need to consider before you jump online and that's what we wanted to chat about today. We've done all the research to save you the hassle. (laughs) We're making it easy for you. So number one. And people are probably not going to like this one. But if you're talking about buying a large piece of furniture, it is actually really important to always try before you buy, particularly for sofas and beds and things that you're going to be spending a lot of time on. You really need to make sure it's super comfortable. It's worth taking that extra drive out to the warehouse zone and trying it out. Oh, absolutely. And I think too, it really gives you a sense of the scale of the piece before you um you commit because it's it's hard to get that sense when you're looking online which leads us into point number 2 measure 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 now Fiona gave a tip a few weeks ago around using masking tape to plot out the size of your rug but I would say the same can be applied to big pieces of furniture so if you're talking so far Get out the masking tape, mask it out. And look carefully at the dimensions. Is it centimetres or inches? Because you can be fooled. <laughs> yeah, very important. Uh, number three, get in deep with the description. Things like what it's made of. Like it can be too good to be true. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. And that means we're talking about the price. So 
if something, you know, that you would typically expect to pay $500 for is online for $100, that means probably it's made from an inferior material or perhaps it's not quite the size that you think it is. And I think we've all had things arrive a little bit smaller or even conversely the other way, a little bit larger than what we've expected. Um and there's a really famous one. I mean, people probably heard this one about the couple who, you know, go out and buy a beautiful dining table and then it arrives and it's actually a piece of doll's furniture. Classic scam. <laughs> Classic Can you scam. imagine? <laughs> Number four, is it flat packed or will it be assembled on delivery? Okay, this is an important one. <laughs> Ask all the questions because I have struggled. I bought a new sofa when I moved in to Bondi and they came to deliver it as they said they would. And they saw the stairs and they saw that I lived on the top floor and they took one look at that and they turned around and left with my sofa still in the truck. So did that mean, Holly, that you were sitting on a beanbag for six weeks? I was sitting on a Kmart chair for about 12 weeks before they came back. I had to call the place I bought the sofa from. I had to call the courier company. And then eventually my housemate had to help them carry it up the stairs. So Holly was super excited to move into this new apartment and to decorate it. And then she just had to wait and wait. A painful waiting game. And wait. And I think this ties into postage. Have you factored the postage into the price of the item? Does it have to be home delivered? Can you pick it up yourself? Is it really necessary? Like there's a lot of elements that play into this because you have to consider your environmental impact when you're making these big ticket purchases. Really important one and something that we we really espouse at Home Beautiful is buy once, buy well. Uh, And all of these things come into play. You want to reduce your impact on the environment as much as possible. And that comes down to delivery, but also you don't want to be buying the same thing again in a few years because you bought inferior quality. And the packaging is a big one as well. You're wasting a lot of packaging if you're buying it online when you don't need to. And on that note too, if you do get something to particularly a a fridge or something like that, often they will take the packaging away for you or they will take your old fridge and recycle it for you. So you need to look into those options. I want to give you an example of wastage. So we recently signed up for an Amazon Prime subscription, which means you can get almost anything delivered. It's sort of packaged into your subscription. So you can jump online. I've ordered things like, you know, car seats for the kids or, you know, some big ticket things. But also there are lots of small things that you can purchase on there that will be delivered to your door, which is one of those areas where you need to have a bit of reflection about. So the other day I said to my husband, I really want to get some of that eucalyptus oil spray. You know, this is a product that you can just buy at the supermarket. A few days later, I find in my garage a box with a single can of eucalyptus oil in it. Oh, no. A cardboard box surrounded by plastic that had been delivered by a man in a car to our door. It is just crazy and unnecessary. So think twice before you make these orders. There are so many ways that online shopping can go wrong. If you've got a good story for us, send us an email at homebeautiful at pacificmags.com.au or send us a message on Instagram at Home Beautiful. We would love to hear how it's gone wrong for you. Yeah, we'd love to hear your stories. Next up, we're talking house rules. But before we get to house rules, Judge Wendy Moore, let's listen to what Carolyn burns McCrave had to say about the vibe on set once Michaela and Eliza were sent home. Carolyn, we know that uh, sadly Eliza and Michaela were sent home. We just saw them develop so much over the course of the show. Uh, how was the feeling on set after, you know, for the next renovation once they'd left the building? 
Oh, look, it's always sad when we lose a team. And I think particularly when the first team goes because mm. they all form such a bond with each other. And, and you really do feel like, oh, you can sense that there's somebody missing. You know, the energy level changes. Mm. Um, you know, as the competition goes on and then, you know, you get closer and closer to the pointy end, it, it's sort of, you know, it's a wave. It just kind of changes each time. So, yeah, look, it was sad for the girls to go. And I know they were really disappointed. But, um, it has to be someone. So it has to be someone. That's the way it went. And have you noticed the teams now being a little bit more strategic and slightly more competitive with their decisions? I know there's been a big family no. vibe on set up until. Yeah, no, actually, I these teams have um, been quite cooperative yeah. with each other and very aware of what each other are doing. Um we see that play out on so social media it, too. It's quite lovely. Yeah, look, yeah. But I've got to say, from a design point of view, um, I think competition breeds creativity. Yeah. So the more competitive teams are, and you know, the sort of the more ruthless and focused they are on on doing something different to the team next to them, and not not sharing ideas and that mm. sort of thing. That's when I really see design take off, and I see teams creating things that. You know, at the start of the competition, I would never have thought they could do. Mm. So uh, I'm all for a little bit of, you know, competition and, and, and game playing because from, from just my point of view in, in creating great designs, I think that has a lot to do with why our household teams get better and better as the competition yeah. gets tougher and tougher. That's why the designs get better because, you know, they're pushing themselves. And that was Carolyn Burns-McCrave, the design mentor from House Rules Live from the set, uh, talking through the recent elimination. But also on House Rules this week, of course, there was a renovation and it was Katie and Alex's house out in country New South Wales in Gundaroo. I'm glad you bring this up, Sarah, because I found the rules a little bit interesting this week. Which was the most interesting for you, Holly? Well, I liked the fact that they had the eco-friendly rule in there. I think that's great. But the one that stumped me a little was the modern country because I'm a country gal and to me (laughs) modern country could seem like a bit of an oxymoron. (laughs) Well, let's talk about that. I think it is a a style and and I think the way that the teams executed this modern country style in this Gundaroo renovation was fantastic. I mean that huge area on the back of the house with the beautiful timber ceilings that I believe Tim and Matt put together was pretty incredible but what is it I guess what you're asking is what is it about this that makes this modern country and not just a blend of Hamptons industrial classic country it seems like a real blend of other styles so what defines modern country well I think it is that blend of modern styles I think that's part of it but another huge thing is the color palette so very much drawn from the Australian landscape. So we're seeing in this house in particular the beautiful timbers but also the earthy sort of greys and the fern greens. I think it came together really nicely. But how does it work? For like, What inspiration can you take from this home? So number one I would say would be that, that colour palette and number two is probably those sort of clean lines that you see. So a traditional country home is definitely a little fussier I'd say and this one they brought in some modern furniture pieces the lines were very modern um but i think you can balance that out beautifully with also with vintage timber pieces which bring that earthiness and character to a space but i think they did a really good job in this gundaroo renovation and on that note earlier we caught up with wendy moore one of the judges from house rules and we talked through her hits and misses from this renovation 
The sixth renovation on House Rules was the New South Wales renovation of Katie and Alex's home. Wendy, you had a few favourite moments in this home. I did. I mean, look, this is there's so much to love about this. I mean, Gundaroo is such a beautiful town. It's such a lovely Australian country town and you kind of fall in love with it just driving in. So I had high hopes and Katie and Alex's home is such a lovely very little home that we, you know, that as House Rules does, they extended the home. But there was so much to love about the home itself um, that I was really hoping that the teams did it justice. It's one of those things where you almost wince when you walk in like, please do a good job. Um, and I do think that they did. Um, the, the one kind of standout moment was really Tim and Matt's plywood ceiling that they did in that whole new open plan living space that went over the lounge and the dining room and the kitchen and that was it was a really brave decision and I think the fact that all of the teams in that area actually embraced that and used it in their space I think that that was just such a beautiful gift to Katie and Alex to give them that and and have it so consistent throughout that whole space was so lovely and it was Mm -hmm. so beautifully executed um but the interesting thing for me was that this was my favourite room really was kind of a bit of the the Middleton moment where the bridesmaid stole the show mm-hmm. because really it was the guest bedroom which um, really it did, it outshone the master bedroom. And there was so many things from a design point of view to like, from a design and styling point of view. Um, what what they did with the guest bedroom, um, it was Shane and Carly that did it and, you know, they haven't really won a lot of points for their styling choices along the way. Um, they've been a little bit inconsistent but they basically built out some cabinetry around the window so they kept the original window and they almost created a window box seat which was mm. so beautiful and also um, – made it a really practical room, lots of storage, which this house needs. There's not a lot of storage in there. So I think that was a really practical decision. Um, but they retained the original ceiling. Was it this beautiful kind of timber um, VJ um, kind of panels that they were just a little bit, you know, wonky and not quite straight, but they just felt beautiful. It was a really original part of, of the um, home and I'm so glad they retained that. And, you know, and then they did this beautiful bed head that was just so lovely. A beautiful sage green. Obviously, it's always going to win my heart, but it was the perfect color of kind of eucalyptus green, mm. actually. But this was just a really beautiful execution. And I just thought it was a lovely room. And it was really nice to see, um, Shane and Carly find their, um, their kind of styling groove. And, you know, they even did quite well in the foyer. So, yeah, so I mean, they have really found their styling groove, and I mean, even in the foyer, other than that that kind of very wrong plastic flower, flower arrangement, they did a really good job. So <laughs> it's quite nice to see them doing, you know, really finding their feet. I mean, just in the nick of time, but um, it was just a beautiful room, and it did really completely outshine the master bedroom, which was a bit of a mess next door. I have to say, Wendy, I think this room does have a, lo- a lovely soft quality to it, but there's a couple of things that maybe I'm disagreeing Ooh. with on this one, which is very unusual. Yes. Is it the fluffy orange dot on the wall? <laughs> well, okay, I'm going to say I think there's a couple of things. It, it's a little bit furry in here and the fluffy orange dot is one of the things. <laughs> but actually also the colour of that dot. It's not a dot. It's a it's a decoration. So it's a juju hat. hat. Mm, I think so. Yeah. 
I do like the texture because the room is quite simple, so it does need a little bit of that softness, which I think the the fur throw and the um, the beautiful draping does bring in. Um, so it it's borderline, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I'm not a big fan of fur in general or faux fur. I don't like real fur, and then I don't like faux fur. You can bring in just... texture with so many other beautiful yes. materials, like beautiful knitted throws would give just as much softness. Mm. But the tone of it and the texture of mm. it was right, I yeah. thought. The colour palette is spot on. It's absolutely mm. beautiful. And it's another example of when you pull it back and you refine your choices a little bit, you don't need to have all these massive statements to make a room amazing. It's mm. just about nailing it in a really beautiful, soft way sometimes. Mm. And I think the thing that's hard for us or for viewers to understand too is how somebody feels when they walk into mm. a room. So obviously there's something in this room that just has a lovely quality mm. that seduced you. Mm. Now, Wendy, what was it about this renovation that wasn't as successful? Uh, look, for me, look, this was this was a bit of a shame because I think part of the reason why this room didn't work is because they just didn't finish it and Pete and Courtney did, you know, struggle this week and I, I'm, I'm not really sure why because they didn't have a particularly large zone, you know, given what they've been able to achieve in the past. Um, but their walk-in robe was a bit of a fail. And I know part of it was that, you know, they wanted wallpaper to finish one of the walls and it was missing somewhere. But um, it just it felt like, you know, all the function was on one side of the room and there was a lot of function on that and it did quite well. And then the other side of the room just felt completely bland and it was badly painted. And I think, you know, I knew that they wanted to have wallpaper. You, you could tell that it was waiting for some wallpaper but – um. I don't think that would have been enough. And, you know, they had this beautiful um, exposed fireplace that you can't take out because it is a structural element of the house and you don't really want to. But then they put this kind of black plastic (laughs) filing drawer kind of thing in there and it was just such a waste. waste. So many beautiful things you could have done with that space. And they had lovely timber on that side but just some open shelving or – Something, mm. but it just, it looked like a piece of old office furniture that they forgot to remove, basically. <laughs> and I, I just felt like that was a miss whether or not it was going to be surrounded by the most fabulous wallpaper that I never saw. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. It's been a lot of fun. And thank you, Holly Byrne, for joining me in the studio this week. Thanks for having me in the studio. We'll have to get you back when Fiona's back on board. That would be fun, all three of us talking. <laughs> the magazine is on sale now. Please buy it. You can see all the renos from House Rules, plus some amazing features. We're talking more about dining rooms in the magazine, plus how to create your own modern country home. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Home Beautiful or get in touch at homebeautiful at pacificmags.com. We love to hear from you. And rate, review and subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe, please. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.